0: So, I've been That's told that we're uh, approaching a year, is that right?
1: Gotta be. Because we started right after my surgery. My surgery will be a year in October. What was
0: the name? 4%. Four 4%? Percent. Four percent. So, Jake, have you ever heard the show? Yes. Okay. On purpose?
2: I okay. turned it off a couple of
3: times, but I, yes. <laughs> Ooh, I, was, I was like, oh, well, that's happening.
0: There was that
2: time we brought up Tony Danza. Hey, why
3: yeah,
0: why would you shut us off? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, we, we're not safe for work. We've uh, we've never. That's how that works. I was like all of a sudden like.
2: Do you guys have your names on your chairs? No. Uh, no. I have urine on my chair. <laughs> I, I noticed you don't have your name on no, your Hines chair. No, mine says Eddie. It does. It does. Is...
1: Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool.
0: We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino, and we're trying to bring more awareness to the
3: independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Oh, man, you got the, you got the sound effects. Why don't you do this for our podcast? Well,
0: we don't ever get to do a podcast.
3: That's very true. Yeah.
0: In fact, I'm going to, when I introduce him, it, it like we used to do a podcast that
3: yeah, we still do once a month.
0: Because yeah, he's, he's the
2: media oh, bigwig. Oh, me and break. he's so busy that he can't. Hey, man, you write a book, you're in the band. Of course. Of course. <clears throat> well, should we throw some I have to on this pretend
0: car? to still be in radio to get on the Kansas City hits every once in a while.
2: Which well, I still do once a week. What do you mean pretend oh, you're in radio? That's how we got you on this show. Oh <laughs> shit. I wrote a book. What's it called? Erotic clown
1: stories. <laughs> nice. Alright, are we recording? <laughs> of the seventies. <laughs> <70s.
0: laughs> so there's a lot of bush. <laughs> <laughs> Multicolored after Oh there you go. Now we're talking. Alright.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: So rare conditions this day and age to read in a good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside
0: these j- Good evening, good day, good morning, good afternoon. Whenever it is you're listening, it's nighttime here, but it is the Ross Family Matters podcast. We can't figure out what number episode this is. We do know it's 30-something, not the crappy 80s melodrama. Timothy
2: Busfield, my man. Uh,
0: uh, Yikes. That's (laughs) a good poll, yeah. (laughs) shout-out. He's on 30-something. So was Ken Olin, right? Yeah, I believe that's correct. Anyway, Hot Shot Scott Williams along with Vic the Stick Ross. We'll get to our guests in a minute, but I'm looking across the table, and I I see you've decided to... to to grace us again with your appearance, Jax.
2: Yeah, you got your car fixed. Yeah. Yep, and a... could you come up with a lamer excuse than you had car trouble?
1: No, I had car trouble. My, t- I had four flat tires.
2: Hmm. Uh, like you were speeding through construction zones.
1: No, well, one of them had a knife in it. Wait a minute. Wait, what? I'm confused.
0: Because the text said you had car troubles. Later on, you texted us saying you had a tire problem. Yeah,
2: you yeah. said you had a flat tire. How yeah. did
0: Eddie Watson know that you
2: had four of, them. four of
1: them? Eddie Watson said I had four flat
2: tires? Yeah. Yeah, he. Right he after. broke the news. Right after you said you were having car trouble, Eddie was at the back door. I he was here? He was. He did he the show took yesterday. In spot. He said that he. he would ha- First of all, I thought it was
0: weird that he was in a neighborhood because he lives an hour and a half away.
1: Yeah, that's true. In a very weird white cul de sac. Yeah.
0: It is. But yet he was. So we're like, what are we gonna do? We found out you had car trouble. We put out a text to just a few people, and like he was, he didn't even respond to the text. He was here. We heard the doorbell. That's,
1: yeah. That son of a bitch. He's trying to get in on my stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say son of a bitch. He did
0: write his name on the chair there, too.
1: He did, yeah. Yeah. My chair says Eddie. He kind of etched it with a knife. It's very, yeah. he colored it with... He had a knife as well.
2: I don't know about you, but I thought he really added to the show yesterday.
0: He did. He did. He brought a little bit of class.
2: A breath of fresh air. Kind of
0: like Bill Cosby before he knew about the rape. Right. Right? Right. Like America's dad. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
1: very classy. But much like Bill Cosby, there are apparently skeletons in those closets.
0: Like Red Skeleton,
1: <laughs> could be.
0: Well, you, that sounds like something you guys are gonna have to figure out because. Oh, when
1: I find him, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take care of Eddie Watson. All
0: right. Well, be that as it may, we have a guest, and it's somebody we've known for a while. Um, when I met him, uh, he was just breaking into the wrestling business, and then we started doing a podcast together, and. Now he's a media star and he's actually An decided uh award winning author. author. Celebrated.
1: That's selling you could say. No. Yes. I bought it, so I'll it must be, be no. best selling. No. no, probably not. But <laughs> wait, they didn't even tell you how many you sold? But, but I know
3: how many I sold, and it's not best selling.
1: Here's the thing. Still. Healthy seller? Let
3: it me ask you this. have you yeah. sold Did
0: more they, have you sold more books than everybody else around this table combined? I tell.
1: How many boxes? So? How yeah. many boxes of books are in your garage right now? Actually only
3: two cases, but that's only for something that's coming up later this month or later next month. So, cuz I
1: know after you write it, they make us they print a certain amount. Yeah. And then if they don't sell them, you can buy them back at a discounted.
0: Back in the day, he used to tell me like when he had these cool events coming up. But again, um, he tells me about as much as he tells his chauffeur. <laughs> Which is very little. Take a look at the light. Yeah, basically. <laughs> anyway, Jake Kokorowski, Kuba, Kuba Andrews, Kangaroo Kuba. Cu- uh, uh, you know,
1: Cuba. Andrew
0: that oh. That is still a missed opportunity to make some really, really big money.
3: I still remember Brian saying, like, shaking his head. Yeah, he was like, so was yes, Kangaroo Kuba. Let, let me ask Brian you a question. Goes, let me ask you a
0: question. No, No disrespect to Brian, because I love the man. But when it came to, like, booking <laughs> angles, who are you going to listen to? <laughs> who would you, Who are you listening to?
2: I think I'm going to go with you.
0: Okay. So, Except you got the, your advice from the wrong... <laughs> <two>. <laughs> Again, there would have been money be made. Anyway, we're going to get into... First of all, welcome
2: to our humble abode. Uh, more audio handshakes. Audio I handshakes. Two days in a row. Yeah, you missed oh, this yesterday. This, this is new to you.
0: <laughs> you know, Eddie Brown did say, though, that he thought the handshake added some class to the program.
2: Eddie Watson, you yeah, mean?
0: yeah. What, what did I say? You said Eddie Brown. Oh, I'm sorry, Eddie Watson. Racist. Yeah, he said he that he felt that the show was the most classy one we ever did. Yes.
2: And I, I, okay. I just want to say that Eddie Brown would never flatten anybody's tires. No.
1: Did
2: what? Eddie Watson.
1: I think it's very clear that Eddie Watson would flatten a tire or four. We don't
2: know that. I mean,
0: it could have been a coincidence that he knew four tires were flat. Oh, so let's start. Pretty let, sure he let's peed back it. up a little bit because. You met me last, I think, out of everybody Uh, here, but I think you met, I'm sure you met Lane first.
3: Yes, out of everyone, yeah, the four of us in the room, you and I, yep, with, with...
1: Don't tell them about that.
3: Yeah, no. Uh, then, I'm trying to figure out between you two, because you've been, were you there when Brian at the Denny's, when they said, hey, you know, when SSW and Rebels were kind of, like, working together? I was not. Okay, you were not there. I think I might have.
0: Been.
2: You might have been.
3: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying.
1: Maybe but yeah, that wasn't
0: because that wasn't the Denny's where we all got sick to her. No, no I avoided I was that. was after
1: the Fusion show. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah I was in not February. at February, thankfully. But so,
0: yeah. so you meet. So, what made you decide? How did you get hooked up in wrestling? Because that's how. Again, that's how you first met Jack Spade. But how did it come about? Like, did somebody approach you? Did you approach somebody else? When did you
1: say, "Hey"? And Jake was wrestling before I was. Okay. To be clear, yeah. he, was, he was already established in SSW when I went to my first uh, training camp. Yeah.
3: I mean, honestly, like, when, when I still think of when we wrestled in, what, was it Mexican Fest down in Racine, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I still feel like that one's, like, the major one that, I mean, and that, it's something against SSW, too, because I was training and working along there with Brian, too. But uh, I feel like that was a big, big step for me. Uh, but honestly, like it was back, gosh, uh, it all started just stupid yarder stuff. Um, but you know, it's like in Franklin, I I moved up here from Florida and looking for a set of friends and they were all into wrestling. I was into wrestling. I mean, I'm from, I was born and raised in Milwaukee. So, uh, obviously it's in my blood. My dad, my dad always told me stories about, you know, Babysitting for the family, of the bodyguard of one of the AWA wrestlers off 85th Street. Uh, got to shake Baron von Raschke's hand and like was scared to death. And the kid, hey, how you doing, kid? And, like was all happy and just like kind of like. And then you and went to Florida and yep. you, you hung around with Mike Graham for a while. Yeah, Mike Graham, you know, some, some dusty baby. Uh, you got you got the better impersonation than I don't
1: you. have
3: any. You, you had a great dusty impersonation. I
2: actually got to shake Baron von Raschke's hand too. He also shook. He, your unfortunately, face. I was going to say unfortunately <laughs> it was with my face. <laughs>
3: But no, basically it just you know I kind of one thing led to another where it's like oh, I'll do some stupid yarder stuff and then kind of transcended into meeting a couple of people. Met Josh Maxim and who was that time? So, Die I'm Hard. Sorry, what? I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> 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 <But, laughs> connie has got these like you guys got these special effects. We don't have them for the kibasa Kings. We need to work on that. I want some special
1: effects on it, but we have... Can I just pause there for a minute? Yeah. Why'd you guys pick such a suggestive name for your sports podcast?
0: Well, we both have Ski in our last name, and it sounded better than Polish sausage King.
1: Yeah. I guess. It's just, it seems like you guys should be talking about your genitalia. Uh,
0: But we're not, because we don't take it that way. But if I were going (laughs) to ask you to think of something that reminds you of Polish people, what
2: would you say? Um... Yeah, kielbasa. Kielbasa, right.
3: pierogi, cool. princes. Kielbasa, princes yeah. yeah, really turn off. Yeah. Yeah. Glass nose. Yeah, yeah. Ponchki princes. Yeah, there we Solidarity. go. Solidarity. Like yeah. Lodardoch, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Dupas. I took, Pol- I took Polish for three semesters. Dupas? <laughs> yeah,
0: the yeah duke, what about The duke? of Dupas. Yeah, yeah, Dupas. Dupas. What about the Dupa <laughs> <Yeah, Dupas> Kings? <laughs> yeah, Dupa
3: Kings. The Dukes of Dupa. Five Wait a minute, because that means the Ass Kings? See, that would have been worse, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but no, basically, I got into one of the feds like PWF that had a ring and whatnot worked through there. And then that's how I got into SSW. And I mean, I owe Dan and Ryan a lot for taking a chance and just kind of working and saying, Hey, yeah, we'll bring you along when PWF wasn't running during the summers. And I was back from college, but I'd come back just to have some fun. And then that's when, you know, worked with Dan and Ryan, and like I said, those guys uh, put a lot into it and doing like a new breed gimmick, which was fun at the time. And then met you guys. And yeah. that's where it kind
0: it of... That's where it kind of really
2: went downhill. Yeah. <laughs> that's when at, at, at still a, a
0: ripe college age, you're like, this is the best to get.
2: You met us, evaluated your situation in life, and got yeah, out. Yeah, your
1: career basically ended in a match with uh, Vic Ross, correct? Was it? I mean, was it back in... Are ele-
3: you talking about my last match? But yeah, what, so what, what we're talking one? about... What, what, about the gimmick where you guys were turning on no, each I'm other? I'm talking
1: about with the, the back. Oh, the back? The back? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was 2000... Oh, gosh, that was 2003. But definitely, he basically... Yeah, ended but he came break. back after
2: that. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, okay. he worked
1: for us, yeah.
2: That's, that's right. It. I should have ended your career You that should have. You jerk. Don't take the bump. What? Take the
3: bump? Okay. <laughs> Shoot, like, I still feel bad about that to this day. But, yeah, but no, it's basically, just that's how it kind of came to be and just worked my way up from there. Uh, so you get into wrestling. Yeah. You do that, you
0: start working for other promotions, including Bruce City Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you did some ACW, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, or ACW, that?
3: NW Wisconsin, yeah, yep, yeah. up there. Players in pink with Bobby and Maxim for time being. Yikes.
0: Um, what was your, if, if you had to pick one, so this is something I like to ask people, if you were putting a time capsule together or a snapshot or a moment in time, you could only pick one piece of your wrestling career. It could be a match, it could be a moment, it could be just a conversation you have with somebody. It, what is the, the thing you would take away and file away into that that, that, that flash drive of, of your life?
3: Uh, one thing. I think it's just the friendships. I mean, I can't really think about a specific timeline and whatnot. It's just, I mean, I'm here with you guys right now. I mean, that's, that's a big Whoa. thing. Like, you guys are, I mean, you know, I, I was talking to my wife, Laura, uh, who's my better half, obviously, but it's it. Thank you. They're not, oh, you got a kissy thing? Oh, that's cute. Uh, anyways, no, but I mean, like, honestly, it's the friendships. It's connecting with, I mean, I remember one day Lane, you know, Lane and I, you know, he's working and all of a sudden he's part of the show and he's working in and I'm getting to know him and next thing you know, Jim and I, Lane and I are, dr- they're driving me back to Madison after a show. We oh, were drunk. No, you weren't. You didn't no, drink I it. wasn't drinking. I didn't no, drink no, it no, then. i have like, see you with a beard. I'm still kind of like scratching. I'm like, when did you start doing that? Because I, mean, I remember you be- being straight edge for all those years early on when I first met you. Yeah, a lot
1: of pain. Yeah, life yeah. crookeds you up
3: pretty, <laughs> pretty well. But no, it's a... You know, like that's how I met you guys and, and our friendship grew and we started training, that's when we learned you know, Brian and Scotty and Vic and learning more and more and that's I think that's the biggest thing is like if there's one thing to take away, like in that time capsule is just the friends I still have to this day, like when being honest, when T C like you told me to check out the episode with T C Washington and you his uh, I'm not gonna get try to get dusty here, but it's a I like teared up significantly teared up when I, when his expression and when my name got picked out of that. I was, this summer was really crazy for, for my family and I. And it was just one of those things where I sat down and I was just like, you know, I was out doing some yard work and it was a rough week at work. And I just sat down and I heard my name and I just like, Laura looked at me and she was, she was hearing it too. And she just like looked at me and like smiled. I was like, I almost lost it. Like it that's, that's, you don't, I haven't seen TC in years, Mm -hmm. but guys like the Eddie, uh, every time I see Eddie, um, masters uh, other you know uh, love you love you buck uh and uh uh, (laughs) but just everyone like that's the one thing that you know and laura i was just talking about she's like how do you keep track of all the relationships like you guys like during that time when i first started training and lane knows it's like i was going through a rough patch no money in college rough rough college breakup just everything like uncertainty of what I wanted to do. If I had a future in anything, because I couldn't have, mu- I didn't have the money or the loans uh, until later uh, to to pay off tuition and whatnot. Like it was, it was a hell of a ba- you know a hell of a time. But I'm not saying like anyone else doesn't have anything else they've gone through. But yeah. you guys were there. You guys stuck through, and uh, you know it's like in the you built from there. And it's just you know the fact that you you know with the the shooting in in Madison, you and Dawn immediately like pinged me. Like, that was phenomenal. And it's, it's you know, it's just, you know, Laura's like, they, they actually did. It. I'm like, yeah, like, that's, it's just the family. And that's why I feel about you guys. Like, and, and, you know, that's why, you know, one, I'm here. Two, I'm, I'm grateful to, to be
1: with you guys. And it's just, that's why I, I really take away from this. I, and, and I agree. And I, I will always, always, always cherish <laughs> so deeply the friendship and relationship that I have with your sister. Dang it. Uh, I knew this was coming. I was waiting for that damn setup.
0: Uh, I knew it. <laughs> I thought you were said your greatest moment was the 90 minute Broadway you did with Boogeyman.
1: <laughs> Flint. <laughs> you guys didn't drink the water. <laughs> did The you loser had to drink <laughs> a gallon. But, but yeah, but no, it's a. You are gonna bring.
3: That. Uh, I knew it. I was like,
2: wait, 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 where's the
3: Cooper's Cooper's
2: sister? I'm I'm ready for it. Well, in fairness, back then, if she hadn't brought it up, I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, sir.
3: She's not listening. It's fine. (laughs) But no, it's, honestly, like I said, you guys are just, you guys are family. That's what I think I always take away from it.
0: So now you have your family. You have three uh, amazing boys, young boys. You have your wife, you have A media career that's starting to really take off for you. We joked about it um, a little bit, but an author. Why don't you tell everybody the book, by the way?
3: Yeah, uh, Walk On This Way, it's called. Uh, It's the ongoing legacy of the Wisconsin Walk On tradition. Available at kcisports.com, Amazon as well. I'd probably suggest going through Amazon. You can get it a lot quicker uh, in terms of just if you have Amazon Prime, it's two-day shipping. But, yeah, basically it's just about the Walk On tradition at, at, at Wisconsin where Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator, was obviously an all-American and later had a 10-year career. Uh, you know, he is the walk-on the walk-ons, and got to know Jimmy well there. Uh, you know, I wrote it with a former mm-hmm. walk-on.
1: And uh, if uh, you know, first name, first yeah, name yeah. basically. If okay. you're I tell
0: you about the. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'll let you get All to. Right. If you're a Badger fan, though, if or a college football fan, you don't even have to be a Badger fan to follow the story and the legacy of
3: what the walk-ons in that program has been for the Wisconsin Badgers football team.
0: Yeah. It's really a
1: great
3: read. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, it's a, it's it's a, I, it was a lot of fun. It was a, lot, a heck of a lot of time. I mean, I was essentially working three jobs where I was at my day job, uh, and then doing writing for Bucky Smith quarter and reporting and covering the beat, uh, the beat for the team uh, during the 2015 year, and then, then writing this book and going through you know inter- having about 120 to 130 interviews, uh, through, you know, within a year basically, and uh, just talking to guys, Brady Ewing, Chris Maragos, who's in the NFL, Luke Swan some of the older guys, like, and we only kept the book from 1990 when Barry Alvarez took over the program until now, uh, and just because like, we didn't have the opportunity to kind of like, the extra year, in my opinion, to really or two, to go deeper for the, you know, like the, you know, uh, a couple of players, like one, Matt Vandenberg, whose son, Danny, actually is playing for the team as a backup quarterback right now, but Matt was a, you know, All-American in the early 80s, so, but no, we we talked to, like, all these players, and the coaches, and Whatnot too and I mean it was it was a great process it was uh, it's a labor of love and I know I wrote it with it wasn't just me it was my co-author Joel Nellis um, great guys really good really good friend Uh, and he was a former walk-on at Wisconsin and he was a tight end and was uh, Jim Leonard's roommate so you know uh, we we talked with him a lot and we talked with you know Joel and I really bounced a lot of ideas off each other and
1: it came to be it's it's already been two years since it's been published which is insane would you be able to get Jimmy Leonard to tackle me for the show? I could talk to him. <laughs> All right. I, I don't, I don't,
3: He still, I still think he can play. Like, it's funny, like, you see him throwing footballs around, like, game, you're just looking at him like, he could still play in the NFL. <clears throat> That's my opinion. For the record, I want Jimmy Leonard to tackle Jack Spade, but I want him to do it the way tackling used to be, and not like
1: the new launching way. Launching it oh, yeah. ahead?
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, so. oh, no, I was going to say, like, you know, if you, did ta- if you say if you specify tackle nowadays in the NFL, you know, he may just, like, lightly hold on to you and then slowly, like, put you to the ground compared to, like, what...
1: We like to NFL call that versus. the stray hand. There you go. The stray hand.
3: So, we're going to get into the hat in
0: a minute. But before we do, um, I have to ask, we have to ask the question that we ask all of our first-time guests. Mm-hmm. Who are you gave for?
1: With this question. Wow, you should have. If when, you're yeah, when's the last time, time you listen to the show? Yes. Now, give them the parameters.
0: Okay, here's the parameters. Nobody in this room is gay. Well. Except, no, maybe. Is we're, it, not we're, sure. we're
3: actually going to be putting this on.
0: Yeah, but By if the there's somebody, somebody that wants? you think would be like a cool bromance, like a Paul Rudd type of, Oh, that's you know, a good one. Yeah, he's a cool dude.
1: Like, my I picked Justin Timberlake. Like, I think I'd be, he was be just cool to kind of concert. romance yep. with him,
0: kick it
2: around. Matthew McConaughey.
1: Okay. All right, all right, all right. Ryan
3: Reynolds, yeah, Ryan's good. Yeah, he's yeah, a, a, being like being like a buddy, like yeah, yeah. Like, like, him, like, like, like 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 I like I love you, man. With him and yeah, Jason, yeah, Siegel. Like,
1: I'd, I'd let him. Let him a, be Jason Siegel, i have let him dip his balls in a. Now
3: you've gone too far. See, <laughs> if, if you're talking romance, so are you? Would you be a Jason? Would Jason Siegel be your guy? Jason it? Siegel, like from like How I Met Your Mother and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is one of my top five movies of all time. I and you saw him nude. Yeah, but um, like I said, you're talking about romance. Like, no, we're talking uh, about like.
0: Well, people can have a platonic of of. of, of I guess takes. I mean they
1: want that's like a distance kind of thing, like in the relationship further. You know, you kind of it's like a roommates thing more than a. You know. So I mean, is Jason? Se-
0: so to me, I
1: can't get past the mouth
0: Jason of that. Siegel. At times, in his movies, annoy uh, annoys not as much as Vince Vaughn annoys me, because yeah. he's annoying.
3: Yeah, Vince.
0: Yeah. Although he's toned it down a lot. If you really want to see Vince Vaughn at his most annoying, go watch the movie Made. Have you ever seen Made with him and John
2: February Fev- Fev- Fev-
0: Fev- Fev- Made. Yeah. No. Oh my God, he's obnoxious as hell. Like you want you want the mafia to kill him. Oh. <laughs> they don't, which makes the movie even that much. Because they 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 want to be mafiosos. They're really that's a comedy, but it's not really that funny. And Vince Vaughn's And anyway. <laughs>
3: I, digress. But, but no. I would say, like, if you're looking at a bromance, it could be Jason Siegel. Like, I think... I, like, that's a guy you could
1: just hang out with. Yes. Yeah. Would you,
3: like, be like, I'll carry your bag, Mr. Siegel.
0: You
3: know, yeah. you get me into this party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: his oh, wait, 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 oh, something. no. No, okay.
3: Now I know what you meant. Okay. No. This is, you don't have to you meet the Zed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, no, but no.
0: I, is you a ever bro? see Hook... What? Like the Pirate movie?
3: Yeah, like
1: Dustin guy lost his
0: marbles? <clears throat> <clears throat> I've never saw
1: him. Major League 2? I saw Major League <laughs> 2.
0: <laughs> now, the <laughs> real question is, have you seen Major League 3? Yeah, uh, oh, is that Back to, have, to the uh, Miners? Back to the minors. I have,
1: oh, man. yes. That's a good one, huh? No, Is that Scott Bakula? Yeah, yeah
0: and, and the dude from um, uh, The Shield. Is it? Uh, Walter Goggins. Yeah, Walter Goggins. Oh. No, not Michael Chiklis. <laughs> no, he wouldn't be a great ball player. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're
3: supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk. What we talk about wrestling, it doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff.
0: That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all.
3: Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's
0: right. Facebook.com slash the Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Grapple Talk.
3: Man, that was a really good promo.
0: That was. High five. Aye, yeah. Hey, guys, AC Riley here. Be sure to check out the Lonesome Road podcast right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me for my trips across the Midwest as I interview wrestlers, get stories, and much, much more. Head on over and check out the Lonesome Road podcast right now on the Grapple Talk Network. This is
2: your road. When you come, you'll walk it alone.
1: everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast
2: on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. This is a different commercial. Ha!
1: You've been hearing the same one forever. Listen, don't... Listen to the Ross Family Podcast Don't listen to them They've had me trapped downstairs For a long
2: time And they won't let me eat Don't listen to them Don't
0: I don't know what's going to come out of that hat So you have to be
3: prepared for anything So Jason Seagull is your final answer He would be the guy that I would say is, this a, is, is a Is it Seagal or Seagull? Seagull. Ooh now, now,
2: does it matter? It does if you're Steven Seagal <laughs> <laughs> or Katie Seagal. That's right.
0: By the way, there was a Seagull
1: or Seagal in Greece too. Not all these are going to be like church friends. Hey, okay, I didn't
0: get a chance to ask you, by the way, because you weren't here yep. last week because yep. you had car problems. Yeah. How do you think the Greece Two watch along went? I
1: uh, feel like I better shape up because I need a man. That's Greece One.
0: <laughs> Did you hear? You probably didn't hear the show yet because I don't think it aired at the yeah, time that we're taping. No. But we watched Grease 2 and commented on it. Like Hi. Mystery Science Theater.
1: I mostly oh. just read comments that other people think. And
3: they were all false. Anyway, what, what did you get? Best you just, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror.
2: Everybody's just waiting for me.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, you're I'm the, the, the Simpsons Expert. Expert. I would go with The Shining one.
2: Yeah. It probably is because... The problem for me is I don't like the House... Treehouse of Horror episodes. Okay. As in general. Uh, there is one, however, where... Uh, oh, boy. They they get a monkey's paw.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: And you get the wishes. Okay? And because of the Simpsons World, there's only four wishes because... Four fingers. Oh, yeah. Alright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last wish... Lisa wishes for world peace, and when she does, King and Kodos come from outer space and they take over the planet.
0: Oh.
2: And when the Simpsons made their last wish, the Monkey Fist closed up, and they got rid of it, and it opened back up for Flanders. I believe it was Flanders. But anyway, the bit is they make the wish to get rid of the the aliens... And right before that wish, you see Kang and Kodo's chasing Mo down the street, and he's screaming out in terror, and then the wish comes off, and then Kang and Kodo's are running from Mo, he's chasing him with a board with a nail in it, it cracks me up every time I see it.
0: Okay, so I'm going to just go out on a limb, because I've never seen one, and say the Aliens one, when they, the the parody of the Aliens.
1: Okay. Did they have alien? Did they ever do a parody? I don't alien? think
2: so. They've been about 25 years. How could they not have gotten to the Aliens? Because they went all the way back to Edgar Allan Poe. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Honestly, I haven't watched it in years just because... I don't know, this, back when I was a kid, I used to watch it, and it... How about the Creature
0: from the Black Lagoon one? That had to be a hit.
2: <laughs> he was great in... in you mean The, the Shape of the Water?
3: Oh yeah, okay. I remember the Shining one, because you had brought that up, and maybe I'll just this by default. Yeah, all that's work and no
1: play, play, make Homer something something.
2: No yeah, beer I mean, and no TV, no. make Homer something something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I guess we're going back in. I think Shining is what we're going to like. But yeah. so that's got two votes. You know, I ran the hat yesterday.
1: Oh yeah? How'd
2: you do? I did okay. Who started? Uh, Steve, Steve, he's our guy. Oh, you
1: did it right.
0: Huh. Yeah, he picked... His first category was barren or savage.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, my writing isn't that bad. I don't
2: know why this is, why this is in here again. Okay. It's in there again. I believe it is. It says Doug Dylan's sandwich.
0: Okay. <laughs> Listen. Wait. What is this? I'll do I know. The, I'll Doug Dillon. I'll do the bit one more time, and let me let me let you know about this pedophile piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> Doug Dylan used to wrestle. ...for a powerhouse, and he's gotten into some trouble down in Florida, and well-deserved, because he's a POS. But, he was a very large man, who would get winded doing the simplest things, like tying his boots, standing up, taking a dump. <laughs> so, I had come up with the bit of Doug Dillon getting winded making a sandwich. And really, the genesis of the bit started, because he was living with Jay Real at the time... And I said, he probably gets so winded making a sandwich that he passes out and Jimmy eats his sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. So then I went through the whole bit of him opening up the, and we've done it already. I think I remember this, yeah. Open the refrigerator, he's winded, pulls out the mayonnaise, pulls out the ham. He's got to stop for a minute, (laughs) catch his breath. Start spreading all the condiments on and put, piling up. Anyway, five minutes later, he's finally able to eat the sandwich, and he passes out and he faints from being winded. And then Jimmy eats his sandwich. Not yes. only
2: have we done that bit on this show, we've done the bit where Harley Hellcat explains Doug Dillon yes. makes the sandwich. And yes.
1: we've done the bit where you just announce it, like, while it's happening. <laughs> yes. So that's the Doug Dillon <laughs> That's Dylan's right, sandwich. I forgot about yep. that one. So this is the third or fourth appearance of Doug Dillon's sandwich, which is the longest that Doug Dillon's sandwich has ever ever lasted. Yeah,
2: one (coughs) hundred percent. All right. Almost a whole year. (laughs) All right.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Favorite role. Teddy Long has had in the wrestling business. Favorite role? Um, well, you have a couple choices. Referee, of course. Manager and general manager nice. of SmackDown. Smackdown. Yeah. I... He did some color commentary as well. Yeah, he did do yeah. that. You know, I think he was a good ref and I liked him as a manager. I thought he was a little bit over the top and overexposed in the GM roles.
2: Redundant. But, yeah.
0: yeah. So, I would say, you know, probably manager first, referee
1: second. I like the managing doom.
3: Yeah, that's
1: that the first thing that came How did him. you feel about Teddy Long as a jerry curl model? A
2: skullet jerry yeah. curl model. Mm-hmm.
1: Real thin up top, real long in the back.
2: I thought he had a better look when he decided to get rid of it. And he yes. just went with a completely shaved head.
0: Yes, agreed, agreed. And then he started to resemble Little Country.
2: God. I feel bad for Teddy Long. Yeah, Wong. me too.
1: But yeah, what, what about you? I mean, uh, my favorite role that Teddy Long ever had was the driver of the APA. Driving Ron Simmons around.
2: There's some yeah. funny stories that come out of that. Yeah. Jake, are you a big Teddy Long fan?
3: I say Doom. Back, I mean, I was a WCW kid growing up on Saturday Night TBS, and had like the WCW trading cards, and you know Doom was on there with, with him, and...
1: Think
0: that I mean, do you know who set the Steiners up to be attacked by Doom? Who's
1: that? I'm guessing Eddie Watson. No,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was too young. Wow, uh, Nancy Benoit,
2: yep, she was Robin Green, the girlfriend of Rick Steiner. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, In the I circus. recollect, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then she like tried to convince Rick Steiner to. You know, fall in love with her, and then it was all just to set up an attack by you. You know whose fault it really was?
2: It was Missy Hyatt's fault.
1: For
0: looking like that?
2: No, because Missy Hyatt took her shopping and hoard her all up.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Missy Hyatt still looks like an old shoe. Okay.
2: Wow. (laughs) But an 88? No, she was all right. That shoe was pretty brand new. Like on a Tuesday? Yeah. (laughs) On a Tuesday, yep. And if you were Brett Michaels, like... You're
1: you're getting at that Missy High. Oh yeah. And she's having all of it. All right, what do we got? I'm pretty sure we've brought this one up too. Yeah, so why does this? Oh, the out? hats it's gonna be a, redundant. It's gonna be a redundancy show. Oh, boy, and this isn't even my writing. I think that's your writing. Yeah. Billy Gunn is hot. Going in the AC. <laughs> all right.
2: What what was it? Billy Gunn is hot. Yeah. As in he's warm. And he's going into the oh, A.C. Oh, yeah. So that was our...
1: The only time I've ever had a, uh, the chance to talk to Billy Gunn in any way was at the Harley Davidson SWE KM. show yeah. that they were brought in for, uh, I think it was a GLCW show, but then there was an SWE show going on, so they kind of... Double
2: dipped. Slid in and got a quick payday. Slid in yeah. and got
1: the quick payday. Now, Is that I'll, before after you, got, you guys and, like... He was fired from NXT for the steroid stuff. This is well before well he before. was back there. He uh, was, this was like when they were kind of around that TNA time. Yeah, this oh. would have been like
2: 2010, 2011 maybe. Oh, yeah, before
1: he so, came uh, back, before he got fired. Okay. So Road Dogg, real fun. Real nice guy. Yep. Real cool. Uh, Marty J, there somewhere. That uh, was the next year. Oh, I'm sorry. Tracy yeah. Brooks. Tracy Brooks was there. Tracy Brooks was Nice. Uh, Billy Gunn came into the tent with the road dog. He went, oh, man, it's hot in here. You guys are sweating your balls off. I'm going in the A.C. (laughs) And that was it.
2: And he was gone. That was it? That was equally to the time I met Billy Gunn, because that's the only time I've met him, too. I've actually met him a couple times since then.
0: But what was the weirdest interaction you've ever had with a big-name wrestling star?
3: i trying to think now. Where was. Uh, after a BCW show, mm-hmm. I remember Steve Stone, we were talking about my character. And I, first off, let me just say, I should have been Kuba Kocorowski, like the Polish gimmick. I had it all there. I should have just been that way from the start. You were, you were I, born with it. Yeah, I was born with it. I should have just went with the Polish gimmick, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of being uh, a player in pink or whatever, or a college kid, whatever. Uh, something I, didn't, I was trying to. I don't know. Anyways. But basically, I remember, like, one time, like, I think it was Steve Stone that told me, like, hey, you know, you should work your gimmick with your, your legs. And for those that don't know, I have a leg length differential. My right leg's taller than my left leg by about an inch and a half. As you can see it when I'm on, like, you guys look at re- old wrestling tapes. I walk with a little bit of a limb because I will walk slowly little of the ring. When I'm running or whatnot, it's fine. You know, I work out. I'm still you know stuff like that I'm fine I played football in high school I wrestled in high school it wasn't big but I also have three toes on my left foot too but he's like I remember them like talking to me you, this is back in maybe 04-ish 05-ish but like hey you should do I think it was 05 but he's like you should do like a tiny Tim gimmick where you come out and you have your like leg and whatnot and try to work that gimmick and I remember Austin Aries like they were talking about it too and Austin was kind of saying something to him, like hey you gotta do something to differentiate yourself a little bit and and because Steve was saying, like, hey, you should, you know, do this. And that was kind of, like, the weirdest thing where I'm like, it wasn't weird weird, but it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm okay not exploiting this, you know, not exploiting my knee. I mean, it would, I think it would, I could have gotten it over, you know, oh, as a heel. It yeah, be, right. You I could have, have gotten a over heel. it over But, yeah, it was fine, but I, I don't know. Like, I was You people with the crutch? Yeah, basically. I mean, I did the whole thing with the... Can, like, for the um, foreign franchise gimmick, I, I remember one match where it was Mickey and... Now now Ben McCoy and Chris Black where I took it wasn't the, the picture of Queen Elizabeth but that I brought to the ring everywhere I went, which was a fun gimmick, but also I had like a cane and I like cracked it over his back over Chris Black's back and then had Ben take the pin there or take he took the belt in the ladder match, but they didn't yeah. tell you how good he was afterwards?
2: Who, oh, Ben? Yeah. No. Okay. okay. I can talk your story? What's that? I watched Coco Beware pick cocaine out of his nose. Oh, gosh. And then eat it. Well, then. Yes.
0: By the way, anytime somebody tells a story about Steve Stone, and I like Steve Stone a lot, he was a great dude. I always picture uh, him saying, Okay, Harry. Steve
2: Stone. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yes. hey, I Hang awesome on, guys. Player. Hang on. Hello. Hey, oh, Eddie, what's up, man? Oh, what? No, uh. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, made I'm it here. Today. He made it. Yep.
1: I'm, I'm at the show. Yep. I'm recording.
2: I, I, I will. All right. Yep. We'll call you. What? All right, all
1: right. Bye. What are you What are you
2: gonna do? Well, he said if in the future you don't make it, we should, you know, yeah, give him a call. Well,
1: okay. You did say
0: something too about like worst case scenario we could do a five person booth or something.
1: Five person booth. I don't know what that, he was that, that
2: won't work. I told him, you know that that kind of makes sense because remember I told him that it won't work because we only got four chairs and now he's got his name and Oh,
1: oh. Just because you carve your name into something doesn't make it yours. What, that,
0: that's not true. I carved my name into a tree in high school, and it's my tree.
1: I who's carved that? my name into Kuba's sister. She's married to another okay, guy. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, but your spelling sucks. <laughs> right. You spelled Lane with a
0: J-O-E. Anyway. <laughs> All right, who's up next? <laughs> it's back to you. Are you Are you sorry you, you, you chose? No.
3: Sorry. No, no, no. Maybe. I've been Not saving these for a while. <laughs> uh, let's see. Painted belts in indie feds.
0: Okay, so did you yeah. ever know? Have you ever worked in a company where they the belts were less than desirable?
3: Oh yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. I mean, back when what, two, early two thousands, early mid two thousands, and whatnot.
2: Where everybody had a replica and. Yeah. Gimmicked it we up. Well, or? yeah,
1: that's what SSW did. I, I never thought it looked terribly. No, I mean bad. Dan and Ryan did such a good job with the production value at the time. I mean they
3: they tried to make. I mean they still do. And I mean it was. Them for,
1: go ahead. They were clearly WCW and ECW belts, but the, the stickers and everything didn't like they didn't stick out enough to really make you worry about it. No, it looked it looked authentic enough with that where they made it look good. I remember that. The period of time where everybody had the big gold belt. Yeah. yeah, no matter where you went, that was an issue. Yeah, um, or like where people still have like the the real tiny, yep. like the
2: or like the, 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 the like, boxing belt yep. thingies. Yep. Yeah, yep. I those? we had a couple of those. We had some ringside belts yep. when we first started. Tag rebels, belts were yeah. ringside. Um, what about those sweet tag belts we made for harmonics? <laughs> those are nice. <laughs> well, those were off of old rebels belts, yep. and they were made literally out of like foam and cardboard. Right?
1: Is that what those
0: Oh, the, well, those were replica tag belts that somebody sent us as a mock-up, and then they sent us the price saying if we wanted those belts, it would cost us, like, 900 bucks, so we just kept the replicas. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: on TV. Yeah. The only issue is, is, like, you would hit somebody with it, and then it would float to the ground.
2: <laughs> like a feather. It was like, like buy, sit, buying steak and bringing it in onions, thing. right? That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right.
1: You buy steak, you ring it in as onions. <laughs> The way it works. What's the worst belt you guys have ever seen? Uh, not purposefully worst. But, like, not. Like, because we made those ones look bad for. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, um, for a reason. Hmm. Well,
0: I mean, obviously the Brawl title, which was before Rebels existed, was pretty bad. The Brawl for All. Or the uh, the brawl with you guys on public access, yeah. right? I mean, I, don't I, I gotta say, I mean, honestly, they, they served their purpose at the time, but probably the ringside belts. Because they don't look like wrestling belts, they look like boxing belts. Yeah. They stand out. They're pretty small. Yeah, they, there's a small face plate. They're heavy as shit for being so small, but they're small and weird looking. I would say, and, and I'm guilty of it because we're the ones that used them, but they were, they were weird. And, really? then they, and they had the weird... Like, you didn't snap them. You had to b- belt them in.
1: Like, literally, like, like a, a, belt. a belt.
0: So, was like, somebody had... Like, there's no way you could put it on yourself.
2: Well, right? There's also
1: that period of time where everybody had the Velcro belts on the back without the
2: physical... Without the st- ringlets. Belt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are not good. So, I, I guess I'd say those ringside belts. They were okay. pretty... I'll go with yours. Yeah. Those were pretty rough. Belt? Ah.
3: Oh. i trying to remember it back, because I also... I remember you guys also had the experience of working with Jeff Briggs. I'm trying to remember what, he, what type of belt he had. He I don't think he had
2: a belt. Did he not have a belt? Did he have a physical belt? Because I won it. Yeah, he did. I want to say it was the ECW belt. Was it? Okay.
1: I think it was the Rust Belt. The, the worst one I've seen is the, <laughs> are the ones in BW3s. Yeah.
2: Oh, and
0: people bring their own man-made belts? Yeah. Yeah. It's there's, pretty sad because now I've seen people win fantasy football trophies and get belts that look better than what those There's nothing carry. sadder than no, no, a yeah, man a tro-
2: than a man with a $250 belt on his table but he's only got $3 for wings. It's yeah, and three, and, $3. Ref- and soda refills all night. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, gosh, my old job, I used to get trophies for like gingerbread eating contests, but like you see like they, they prominently display Wait, this Wait, you had a
1: job where, you're, where you're, you could eat gingerbread? Well, no, and you, you get, get
3: trophies, trophies. <laughs> so, No, uh, my, my former job as an assistant, basically I was in charge of an all employee events. And one of the things we did was a like, sugar cookie decorating contest where you could eat as many as you wanted Into and it. decorate it. Like, Into it. Frosting, Go ball. on.
2: And it a also, it'd be, right be like, Also,
3: a gingerbread house decorating contest where we had literally like 15 teams from like the 400, 500 employees just come together like on a Friday break before Christmas and decorate and Uh, But I go in and whoever the winner, I get three trophies for the three different categories, and it's right by my house. And they got a prominent fantasy football belt, decked out, looking nice, you know. And it's
1: cost a hell of a lot of money, I'm guessing. But but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Well, I hear I might be out of a job here pretty soon. So. Well, I
0: mean, I, I still think that you bring more the table but
2: uh, I, so. I don't know man I'm kind of I mean, I mean this guy is always lipping off and I mean, what would we do? on Let's... me and then Eddie Watson he's always so nice but me. you do have to think about like what can Eddie we not nice
0: replace stuff. right I mean could somebody pass the hat
2: I did it when he wasn't here oh shit! look at, look yeah. at this though look at this movement um, my arms are way longer than his It's fair plus we could use some diversity yep
1: I'm diverse as shit
2: Sorry. You're not.
1: <laughs> oh, we, gotta, we got a we got Your wife your wife is white. Hold on. Your kids are white. Wait a minute. I did 23 in me. Okay? So, Wait, you did? Yeah, I did 23 in me. Seriously?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it says you're 98% snowman. Listen. Up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what the biggest problem is while you dig up your 23 and me. I'm working on it here. What is the name of the podcast?
1: The Ross Family Matters podcast. And
2: what What famous person does Eddie Watson resemble?
1: Carl Winslow? Ah! Oh, boy. All right, but here, hear me out, all right? 99.9% European white. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Okay? That is no surprise.
1: Hold on. 0.1% East Asian and Native American. Okay. East huh? Asian
0: and Native American. So, they couldn't even give you a whole 0.1% of so it was either. So,
1: 0.05% of each. Well, it potentially. it could be either. Or like, like they're very, those 0.0 two 0.0 things 0.0 are very 0.0 close. 0.0. There's not a big difference between East Asians and Native Americans. They just You're
0: you're as East Asian as the masked Ninja in the Orient Express. And
1: Asians are in right now. Crazy rich Asians? I'm right here, buddy. I need to see but, that movie, by
2: the way. Listen, between your crazy rich Asians and your casino-owning Native Americans, <laughs> yeah. you're still fucking broke-ass white. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, though. I'm here, though. Uh, well,
1: I'm bringing it to the table. There's throwing certainly, it out there. There's certainly some things to ponder.
2: Eddie Watson brings a resemblance to Carl Winslow. He's
1: not bringing He's an African-American.
2: 600. His son is Indian-American. <laughs> Yeah, his wife is a white American. Like all he has to do is go out and adopt a Hispanic child, and they've got the entire rainbow covered. Well, yeah.
1: if he gets another woman pregnant, probably our,
2: diver- our diversity would be through the roof. Yesterday with Steve Santana here,
1: <laughs> most diverse show ever. Mm. It
2: was it was a thing, man. It was cool. Yeah. It was a thing. That progressiveness. All right, who's up next? I think it's my turn to go back right. in the hat. Uh oh. Is this another callback or is this new Uh I can't tell just yet. Get it open, man. I'm working on it. Eddie Watson didn't yell at me.
3: No. It. Oh, he
2: was patient. was really
3: surprised my three kids. Up upstairs.
0: Oh
2: I heard somebody crying earlier. I just chose to ignore
3: it. Yeah, there's oh. like eight kids
0: upstairs. There's there. adults you up You got a twelve there. percent chance it's
2: wrestler you like others hate. Okay, I'll start. Yes. Um, bunkhouse Buck. Yes. <laughs> the goddamn shits. Um,
0: okay, so I'll give you two that you're going to shit on me for, and then one that, that I think we should have a real discussion about. Bunkhouse Bunk and Tyson Tomco.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. But in all
0: seriousness, I do not understand, and, and, and maybe it's made me like the guy, over the years i do not understand why people don't like john cena i don't get it he's not as bad in the ring as people I, say he is i don't get it i feel
3: like Sm- like smarks and others that know that watch like appreciate john cena like him like i feel that it's starting to come back around like now like now as even as a part timer you can still put on a good story and put on a good match and what he does for make a wish and whatnot Right. I, I feel i feel like that like, from what I've seen on the in, on the interwebs or whatever, you know, just on various sites, like, I think people are realizing now, but maybe back six, seven years ago when the, the hate was real, like, I, you know, like... Well, can I tell you why I hate wrestling fans? I'm going to tell you
0: yeah. why. So, he comes out as the master of thugonomics and he got wildly cheered. Right. Right? He was very over. Right. And he wasn't that good yet as a wrestler, and he was over. And then... He refined his character a little bit, I thought became a better wrestler, and then the wrestling fans decided to hate him at that point. Yeah. And now, I, I don't know, It just, don't get me started wrestling. Oh, I don't like guys who do catchphrases. Oh, but let's do every catchphrase every fucking Monday. I, I just hate wrestling fans.
2: Well, go ahead. You're not wrong on the John Cena yeah, yeah. thing. No, you're not. not at all. People loved him when he was, say a little rap, and then throw a peg of nuts at some. Right, Right. They loved him. Yeah. They loved him until he won the world title. Huh. And then suddenly he was the double. Huh. Yeah. And you know what? The exact same thing happened with Roman Reigns.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: But he's the guy
1: with the wettest hair. Yeah, I know.
2: I know.
0: So, uh, go ahead. There's got to be... S- and there's others throughout the years that I've liked that
2: maybe weren't the favorites. I like- can remember as a kid, I, well, like a teenager, I was a big fan of Cactus Jack. Okay. That wasn't a popular thing. No, was especially with Shivani. Yeah, w- yeah. WCW yeah. style. That was, not,
3: with the yeah.
2: that was not a popular thing. He was a, he was fighting guys like Sting and Mil Mascas. And, yeah, that was my guy that nobody liked. I thought you would have said Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man guy. I don't like him. I've never liked him. I never will like him. <laughs> And I hope Paul Jones had some with a truck. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm sure if we sat here and like watched a show, I could point out a bunch of people that I like that most people wouldn't give a shit about. The only person I can really think about, and it's gonna Beverly Brothers. No, no, God no.
2: Uh, but 911. Uh, <laughs> Huh? 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah,
1: coming yeah. out. Cho- if you use him in that role, just picking up people and choke slamming them. Yeah. Big crowd popping guy. Love that segment. I cross, I would have thought you would have went with Oleander's. No, that's more. I, I felt like you would go with
2: Ole No, yeah. You really Anderson. been keeping your eye on Storm. Uh, on so I long. have been
1: keeping my
0: eye on Storm, but. What about you, wrestler wrestling guy Ooh. that you like that other people don't fully appreciate?
3: Mm. I'll have to go one Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Oh, oh wow. Oh. I, okay now, granted, this is back like WCW when him and two Colts Scorpio were a yeah. tag team. Yeah. Back yeah. on like WCW Saturday night stuff. Uh, the American male is American male like I still got that theme song stuck in my ingrained in my memory that I go to therapy for every week uh, but it's a <laughs> but yeah it's a <laughs>
2: That's Scotty Riggs.
3: But stuff like that, like I always I, I liked like like the charisma, the you know, of course buff came in there, but I think maybe it's more nostalgia back when before he turned into NWO bagwell a buff bagwall but
2: I noticed that you ignored his wildly successful tag team with the Patriot. Did oh. should not enjoy Stars and Stripes. I forgot about that,
0: actually. Let me throw a few other names out there. You guys can dive in at P.Y. Chuhai.
2: Terrible.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eric, Eric Embry? I liked Eric
2: Embry. Did you? I did. Okay. Eric, right. Eric Embry was a small guy. He lived in a sport of guy. A, portly, a portly little man. But he was good, man. Okay,
0: I'll give you one that's straight up that I liked... That other people didn't, and I'm going to say the name, or you're going to get the wrong one right away. Steve Regal. You're talking about Mr. Electricity?
2: Yes. I didn't care much for him. Right. I liked Steve, Mr. Electricity, Regal. I was more of a Jimmy Garvin guy. Well, they were a tag team. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Any other. Uh, What do you think
3: about Dolph Ziggler Ziggler this year? I know there's a lot of internet hate, necessarily. From those that I obviously... Oh, yeah, by the
1: same people who used to love him, I bet. Yeah, Yeah. That's an opposite thing for me, because I've never been a big fan of Dolph Ziggler. I always felt, like, super athletic, but he just wasn't bringing anything to the table for me character-wise, and he oversells everything. So if
0: I throw two things out there, I I expect to get heat from you, but I'm going to say it anyway. I thought Matt Hardy was always better than Jeff. I'm not going to give you any heat for that. No,
1: I
3: know no,
1: I mean, I could see where you would think you would get heat for that in, like, 98. And I always preferred, even going back to them as a take team, Christian over Edge. I, I was never a big fan of Edge either.
0: Okay. I just, I thought Edge was okay. I thought he got pushed to the moon, and he never could stay healthy, and he they he kept putting a bucket. thought up Christian's
3: center. work in TNA was... Obviously solid. I mean, right. It wasn't... The raids weren't there, but... Oh, yeah. I, no, I like Christian. I mean, I like Christian a lot, I thought.
2: I like them about equal to one another. And... They're... What about Z-Man? No. Trash. Cool. Trash. Wow. Z-Man. Tom, Tom
3: Zink. Oh.
1: Trash. All right. Rocky King? No. What about yeah. Tito Santana?
2: Arriba! I like Tito. Tito's a good worker.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was v- Okay, again, the younger me and the older me, right... The younger me thought
2: Tito Santana was very vanilla. Yeah, he was lame, right? Yeah. Because he didn't do anything. And then you watched his matches later, and you're like... You hey. watch his matches now, and you see all the little stuff he does that nobody does anymore, and it's like, man, that's fucking great. Yeah, Tito? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Bruno San Martino.
2: Not for me, thanks. Ugh, keep him. That's fire!
1: I'll tell you what, though.
0: McMahon and... and, and uh, McMahon Sr. and then for... The first part of his run, McMahon Jr., loved the five-plus-year champions. Just yeah. loved it. Yeah. Bruno, backland Hogan had the Hogan. title for four years. Right. Just insane.
1: You have to look at how different it was then, though, with how much they were really showing on TV and their traveling yeah. schedule. Sky- but to
0: be fair, Bruno was still defending the title 12 times a year at Madison Square Garden.
2: Yep. So that's still 60... Guaranteed. Twelve times a year: Madison Square Garden, Boston Garden, Philly Spectrum.
0: Yeah. So I Toronto. Mean, so that's sixty times that you, if you want every every show at MSG, you saw him win. It's like at some point, where's the where do you start believing he can
2: lose?
1: Yeah. And then, is it a big deal when he when he loses, right? Well, it has to be, right? Because he never loses.
2: Right.
1: All right. I really shook it up for you. Okay. I'll try the curry food. <laughs> curry, hey, <That's> no, funny. <laughs> no <pun> intended.
0: to <laughs> ah. take one of these back. Take this one back. There's a lot of writing on this one. I like to. I like to, to, try to Oh boy, I should have kept the other one. Jack um, Jack Bade. Spade versus Xavier Mustafa in SSW in a Mexican restaurant at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs>
1: That's exactly what it says. You were there for that. That was how, why uh, I, I wasn't allowed in SSW. Oh, anymore. yeah. What uh, happened? Because I, uh, we did a sunset flip. Eddie did a sunset flip, which is
2: yep. wrong
1: to think about it. But they uh, he pulled down the singlet, as they say.
2: So there were some butt cheeks and more. Che-
1: and he pulled real deep. He pulled real low. And it was definitely in a Mexican restaurant in Racine. And
2: I saw your frijoles.
1: <laughs> oh, and my meat bridge.
0: <laughs> By the uh, way, Real Deep is a rapper, and Pradeep is somebody I know from Pakistan.
1: <laughs> Jesus. And that—that uh, that was uh, the wrong thing that Ryan Cross had for never bringing me or Vic uh, back to SSW.
0: I thought Ryan Cross didn't want to bring you back because uh, he thought you looked like Jeremy Borash.
2: Ooh. Flashbacks. Mm-hmm.
1: Yikes. <laughs> Yee. And also in that match in that somewhere, match. I almost guarantee it, Eddie hit me in the face with a clothesline or a fist or something. Because every match we've ever had, he's hit me in the face with something. Right, right in the mouth. Did, you, my mouth. did you bump it? Of course I did. Okay, good. <laughs> All right.
2: Get in here. I think we, one. Did I drop one? It's over here by your foot. Can you reach it? No.
1: I don't remember any uh, last week. Neither can you apparently. Anything uh, got...
2: Uh, oh. <laughs> Eddie Watson would have had it
0: done. Right, and, he, well, first of all, he would have uh, dropped
2: one. i right. got to make a sandwich. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh. <laughs> it's
1: all call back. oh! Got it. Oh, uh, Oh, here we go. <laughs> Little Caesars and why it sucks.
0: Wow! Why does this this make sense?
3: (laughs) Our little Facebook question. Hey, guys, there's a Little Caesars right by the house we are recording this at.
0: No. Okay, I'll tell you why Little Caesars sucks, because I don't like ragu sauce on cardboard. Yeah.
1: Here's here's a Little Caesars, because there's a Little Caesars right by my house, too, right? Actually, by my house as well. Yep. No matter what time you go into a Little Caesars... You're bound to run into six other people who are also there ordering. Nobody goes into Little Caesars and goes, can I get one pizza, a crazy bread, and a soda? Soda. It's always like, hey, I need like 12 pepperoni, five sausage, three cheese. Uh, I didn't call ahead or anything because you're Little Caesars and they're hot and ready. Yeah. So just everything you got there. I'll go one
0: better. I usually run into the guy who's like, Yeah, it's my kid's birthday, and uh, my trollop of a wife overslept, and there's kids coming over. Help.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I've only used Little Caesars for the exact
1: explanation you've had. And that's exactly what everybody uses it for. So I've taken pictures on my phone of unhappy people standing in (laughs) Little Caesars while I'm in Little Caesars for the same reason, but I called ahead. Well, there you go. There you go. But I ended up waiting anyway. That sounds like a
3: Twitter account, by the way. Because six people were ahead ahead of me.
1: I think so,
0: I
3: I see dollars. In your words, I see dollars. Yeah,
0: not as much as Kangaroo Kubo would have made. No. You'd still, you know what? Even if you wanted to retire, you'd still be forced to be booked
2: because that would have been such a money maker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hello. Oh, here we
2: go. Yes, yeah, everything's going smooth. No
1: professionalism.
2: (laughs) No, really, we're good. There's no professionalism. Yeah, I, I have to go. We're in the middle of the Never phone. once have we taken a
1: phone Hi, Eddie. <laughs> two phone calls.
2: Wait, tell Eddie says that... Hi.
0: Wait, tell him I did get his text, and I do appreciate that he wanted to bring food over.
1: Really? He was going to bring food? That's right way to my heart, man. Yeah. Really? He lives... Really?
2: So far, what? Indian delicacy. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. I mean, I... You know what? I, Maybe we could do another one after this. Red curry? I
1: mean, Eddie's... He's texting right, me now. Wait, I mean, right that's on. some really good food. He's texting you? He's texting me right now. Wait, is this... You have two...
2: He's on the laptop at home. He's got
1: Facebook Messenger. Facebook
2: messenger. Yep. messenger, And he's man. on the phone with me right now. Hey, all right.
3: I, mean, I already have the dip. I mean, uh, I mean there is a the time I so have to... Think I
1: all have right. To, okay. Eddie Watson. All right. He did uh, tell me that he studies our show. I'm, I'm going to let this out there, okay? I know he was a DJ in the early 90s. Yeah. Got a lot of scratch because he played bump and grind. By the way, his his DJ name was DJ get a lot of scratch Was it really? That can't be right. Alright, hold on. Forgot my own joke. (laughs) Good thing I wrote it down. Used to get a lot of... (laughs) Scratch by playing bump and grind at block parties. But when I bump into him, I'm going to grind his eye out with my thumbnail, and then I'm going to pee on him. Whoa. I mean, here... Messaged me, I messaged saying, I respect your sister.
3: And I said, He Thank respects
1: you. Cuba's sister. You can't I mean, trust
3: that. I, I fully trust
1: that. In fact, I'm going to go probably see him for some food later then. All right. Everybody can hang out with Eddie Watson. We're it's right. on, Eddie Watson! And the jury's still kind of out. We're going to have hung, at least. We're going to have to vote. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be like a, one of those radio shows where the one of the hosts switches out every week.
2: Me, uh, let me just ask you a question. Yeah. You ever remember Lane bringing us anything to eat here? No. Like you've brought. Oh, no, he just usually. I brought eats donuts all of our stuff. and you bring yeah. stuff. And I
1: brought pizza. AC Riley, remember who helps you
2: yeah. in he your life? Does anything. That's true. you are
1: gonna have a split off. He does bring us empty pockets only.
2: He does. He stories about his wife having his. Debit she card. has
1: my card. Do you want to see in my wallet? Ah, all right. Well, let's see. We have time for one more category. You, right? Do you have time for one more? You'd no, you both.
3: Just a little bit, so I got to get back. I know you kids
1: I know the you got, have school tomorrow. Get right. back to Madison. Maybe Eddie will take your kids back for you or something. something. He would. He
0: would.
1: Okay. I
0: like
3: it. <clears throat> All right. Where are we for time? Anyway, are we at an hour yet? We're at a, like a clean
1: hour. Yeah. Okay. Oh, All right. We'll be
3: we up time. Best Ooh. indie worker in Wisconsin. We've ha- we
0: had that one. Um, I'm gonna say right now. Uh, I think it's still Joey Avalon. Um, I enjoy every time I see him wrestle. Um, I can't count. Guys like Silas Young as Indies anymore because they're Ring of Honor. They've made it. Uh, Joey Avalon's
2: my favorite. What Do you think so? Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. What you- I'm gonna tell you exactly. All right. It's uh, TC Washington. Oh. Okay. Hands down. All right. Always entertaining. Mm-hmm. Never seen him had a bad match. Right. I'm sure it's happened. Uh-huh. But me. I don't. Recu- I don't remember seeing it.
3: 2005. That doesn't Sorry, matter. TC. He was.
2: TC was half the man he is was is now. Because he's half the man he used to be. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. What, longevity. Uh, the history of good matches. Mm-hmm. My money's on TC. All right. I'm
1: gonna say Chase McCoy. Another
2: okay. good your choice?
1: I oh, say yeah. Chase McCoy. Ah, that's a great one too.
0: So far, we haven't had a turkey in, in uh, Chosen yet.
2: That's all. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I I you're kind of out
1: of the loop. Who's
2: the yeah, last one you? Remember if, okay, okay. who
0: was the best worker at the last indie show you went to, which happened to be FTW?
3: Yeah, it was Frozen Tender Wrestling because they played it and with Madison. That's what made it fun. Nobody,
1: um, nobody does the Madison market really.
3: No, um, well, story. I mean, kind and of. Nobody still out has out done Frank, it well. But, yeah. but anyway, yeah. No, Frank tried running twice in two thousand nine. That's how I got got back with you guys with Fusion. That's how it kind of sparked everything with me doing the Polish gimmick was. Frank was like, "Oh, I'm doing Madison." I was like, "Oh," and Con was telling me about it. And it's kind of throwing, going through my head, Like, well, I'll flyer, and we can try to get you on a certain radio station. And we had like a connection with, to get uh, Frank on the air uh, for like for WIBA and Madison, and whatnot. Oh gosh, that those two shows didn't run well. Uh, the first show was okay. The second one was they, it during went,
0: top, was it during a school year?
3: No, uh, later in the year, like May. It was April, yeah, May. See, that's problem. So. But, yeah, no, we had, like, there's a big sports center on the far west side of town, and that was, I mean, he had, he booked steel cages and all that stuff, big matches. I mean, the matches were good. I was doing play-by-play um, back then with Frank, and, you know, we thought we were going to get 2 300, and we had, like, a radio personality there uh, that was going to do, you know, the ring announcing, and, like, 75 people showed up, and we tried to fly her everywhere. Uh, but, you know, Frozen Thunder was the first time since then. It was the best work on that show. Oh... Stacy, shadows. That's a good and Melanie, choice. Melanie Cruz. Oh, Those are both good, good choices. Oh, oh, okay, that the, tag, that the that the last tag match was the most fun I've had watching indie wrestling since I got out of it. Um, since I got out of it, and I, I've gone to like a couple SWE shows. When what was the hiring. tag
0: with Scotty Freytown in it? No, no,
3: no. Uh, they it was Stacy, is Stacy and Melanie Cruz mm-hmm. taking on Mario? Barman Mario, yeah, yeah. and Sean Priest, and Sean Priest and Mario—they they tried working like a character, and they came out where like with like the baby oil. And my buddy, I had my buddy Joe. He's in the National Guard. He was with me, and he's one of maybe like ten people in Madison that love wrestling. Uh,
1: and so, that's why nobody runs there. Basically,
3: uh, we had, there are about forty to fifty people there.
0: Uh, More people would rather go to a debate about sewage because of the
3: political yeah. there you go. But no, they basically Town hall, they right? had a fun. That was a fun. They were like rubbing, like baby oil, working the working the gimmick there, and there's it was hilarious. I think they came out the Prince, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And then you know Stacy and Melanie were tag team. It was a fun match, and I mean those, that was the best match on the card in the main event. And but I'd try to say like Stacy and Melanie were really solid. I mean, and obviously Mario and Sean are, are really good. I mean, you know, so I got to catch up with them. And I'd say yeah, that was the last time. That was back in early June.
0: Couple up and comers, I think, to keep an eye on guys like Adam Grace. I think he's going to be really good. Chris Black's still amazing. Like, at, we wouldn't know it that he's almost 40. Even he's good.
3: still doing the same spoolleg like, and Moonsol. Uh, all he's, stuff, and
0: Just
2: very good. He does. Good. He does do it. But well, he gave me a hot tip on a guy. Oh, yeah? Mm hmm. Jack Blackwell. Oh. Really?
0: From Stone Mountain, Georgia.
2: Mm hmm. No. Oh, the other Jack Blackwell.
0: Yeah. Oh. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled <laughs> alright well on that note um, I think we should wrap up because yeah. I know that our guest has to go and probably going to drive faster back home not because he has to get home any quicker but he needs to like wash the stink of the show off of him so we will let yeah. him do that Jake I'll tell you what man it was, it was great awesome, Sunday, really. buddy. <laughs> to stop by uh, what were your thoughts about being here live
3: I missed you guys. Being honest, it's—I mean, it's—I I miss wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is hard. I mean, quick story back last well, year. That out. What? Oh, what? Well, out. That part. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Long story. Anyways, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> basically, it was last year, last summer, where the SSW had their anniversary show and like Ryan Lenz said like Ryan said to me hey would you want to be back a part of this and like I told my wife like after our firstborn Elijah who's upstairs hopefully not causing havoc but uh, yep yeah small thank you A dad joke um, but basically he said hey did you want to come back and I had been in the best shape that I had been ever right like I mean ever since high school and I was if I didn't have if I would have boots I, it was like the whole Goldberg thing about me without the talent where going back I would love to wrestle in front of the boys one time you know I always have that one thing We, my my boys and I wrestle all the time it's it's roughhousing Eli has his own daddy breaker which you told me I no-selled about two years ago <laughs> back in the day there uh, where he just it's a flying spear uh, essentially but he runs from across the room and delivers it and sometimes he weighs me in the nose because he uh, hits me there but it's just uh, yeah I mean it's I, I missed you guys. I, miss, I mean, it's still in my blood. Like I would love. I mean, it's one of those things where if I'm not, I would. Just, I would love to be back.
0: Well, I think we should make that happen. Yeah. By the way, the best shape I ever was in my life, I was a parallelogram.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. It's like a rectangle that's falling over. It's real weird.
0: So, well, Before I'm leaving. Well. It happens, it happens. Usually they just turn off their computer. But, um, so for Vic the Stick Ross. Hey, hey, for, oh my, for, <laughs> for Jack Spade, for our, our good friend, uh, Jake Kokorowski Kuba, as we like to call him. I'm Hotshot Scott Williams. It's been, a uh, another one in the books. Next week, uh, we're going to try, we're efforting to get Jesse Bush, referee extraordinaire, on our show. So that should be fun. Probably the most buff ref in the history of wrestling. So. Yeah, yeah. Even even more so than uh, than our friend in the NFL at Hockey League.
1: Really? Which is, oh, really? Which is more buff. And I more think. than Jason Parks.
0: If you can believe it. <laughs> so anyway, follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We yep. still want to make that
2: video Eighty-eighty-five 85 on Twitter. So you guys will never believe it was at the back door. No way. Yeah. Uh, it was Eddie Watson. Really? He's yeah. Here. He's here. <laughs> I told him you were hot at him, he's leaving. All
0: right, good. Well, we'll have to smooth... Well, you know what, we should end now so we can go smooth that over. All right. So, good okay. Good night, everybody.